Akwaba, and welcome to this week's edition of Ghana in Focus with myself, Kwame, Ghanaian broadcaster, writer, journalist, podcaster, and entrepreneur. And in this week's edition of Ghana in Focus, uh, how to survive the current economic crisis that's engulfing just not just Ghana, but the whole world. That's the theme for this week's uh, Guardian Focus, how to survive this economic crisis. So before we get into this week's uh, podcast, just to let you know that the podcast is being sponsored by Growth Me Ghana. Growth Me Ghana is a fantastic opportunity that seeks to help Ghanaian farmers develop and grow their business and take it on to the next level. All right, so if you want to sponsor a Ghanaian farmer, I will leave you the link to Growth Me Ghana in the footnotes to the podcast. Again, if you like what you hear, please share to your friends, your family, your social media networks. You can also sign up to the Ghana Stroke Africa in podcast, uh, in focus podcast on all the main platform providers including Google and Spotify. And on Spotify, uh, you can follow me. That means every time I upload a new podcast, you've been notified. So we are looking for to get 500 followers by the end of the year. So far, we've got 391. So just under 400 uh, followers. So thank you to all those who uh, follow me on Spotify. You too can follow me on Spotify. Just look for the Ghana Stroke Africa in Focus podcast on Spotify and click on Spotify and you'll be notified every time I upload a new podcast. And finally, if you think of doing business in Ghana, you want to buy land, buy property, you know, look at what business opportunities are out there, then we do offer a consultancy session whereby we can uh, tailor a package that meets your needs and give you a lot of uh, valuable information and advice. So if you want to book your consultation with myself, I will leave you my email address uh, at the footnotes to the show, and you can just uh, email me and book your session with me. All right. So let's get into this week's uh, podcast, how to survive the financial crisis that's engulfed not just Ghana, but all over the world. So doesn't matter where you are listening, this podcast will uh, relate to you. And so, you know, as the aftermath of the uh, pandemic and also the after effect of the uh, Russia-Ukraine war, you know, there's a massive uh, economic crisis in Ghana and also a cost-of-living crisis in Ghana. Uh, which I've mentioned before. So, you know, I have I did do a podcast on the uh, cost of living crisis in Ghana. So you can find that in our archive. So uh, times are very, very hard right now in Ghana. And not just in Ghana, but wherever you are listening to me, uh, could be you could be in the US, could be in Canada, you could be in UK, in Europe, in Australia, in India, in Asia, in South America, and also on the African continent, wherever you are listening to me from, you know, there's a cost of living crisis that has, you know, affected every single 
uh, you know, country or continent region in the world. And Ghana is no different, especially with the, you know, domestic debt exchange program. Again, that I've mentioned before, uh, that is also having a big effect on Ghanaians, particularly the middle stroke upper class Ghanaians, who most of whom have bought bonds and the like. And so, you know, uh, there's a lot of hardship going on in Ghana, uh, especially hitting the lower class, but also the middle class, upper class in Ghana. And also inflation uh, keeps on skyrocketing. And even though uh, inflation has, has uh, gone down, it peaked at 54% before uh, uh, Christmas last year. It is now hovering, oh, I beg your pardon, it actually peaked at 54%. Uh, around about four or five months ago. It's now dipped down to about 30%. And that was the figure for, uh, you know, October. Inflation in Ghana was 30%, but it's still a lot, lot higher than it was, you know, a year, 18 months ago, when it was about 15%. So when the inflation in Ghana has doubled, you know, in the last, you know, within the last year alone, making the cost of goods and services Things like food, transport, really, really expensive indeed. And so, you know, we're going to give you some tips as to how you can avoid being broke, you know, during the challenging economic times that we are facing as well. All right. So, the first thing that I would advise is that, you know, you need to, uh, Reduce your expenses, yeah? So, you know, you need to really, really cut down on necessary spending. So do you need to buy that, you know, $100 trainer? Do you need to buy that Apple iPhone 15? Do you need to buy that Samsung Galaxy phone? You know, during this time? Do you really need to buy, you know, uh, you know, even spending Christmas, you know, Christmas is coming. Do you really need to spend on Christmas? Do you really need to go out Christmas time? Do you really need to spend on your credit card, particularly if you live in the in the West? Do you really need to, you know, spend money that you really haven't got? Because in the West, if you spend on your credit card, don't forget it's not free money. Yeah, because many people in the West think that this credit card is free money. I just paid by my card, but you've got to pay it later on. And in the West, interest rates have been going up steadily this last year, yeah? So if you spend, mind you, you have to pay it back. And also, you know, at a higher interest rates than what you were, you know, this time last year, okay? And so one of the things, things that I would definitely encourage is to cut down your spending, yeah? Buy the minimum. So spend on things that, you know, you don't, that you, that you only need to buy. So essential commodities, such as your food, such as transport, such as, you know, your, your paying your water bill or your light bill. Those are what we call essential commodities, yeah? And stop impulse buying, yeah? So, think, so, you know, particularly ladies out there, you know, you don't have to do your hair every week. You don't have to do your nails every week, yeah? Reduce your spending on those kind of things, yeah? And that will save you a lot of money in these harsh economic times. So number one, reduce your expenses and cut uh, unnecessary spending. Second piece of advice 
that will give uh, you is to hold on to your job and income. So in this tough financial environment, you know, uh, it is important that you keep hold of your job, yeah, and your income. So what that means is that, you know, I know in places like Ghana, you know, on the African continent, it's difficult to get a job. So those of you who are working on the content right now, you need to hold on to your job because if you lose your job, yeah, and your job is probably probably your primary source of income, particularly if, if you live in a you know a low mid-income country like Ghana, you know, your job is your main income. So if you lose your job, then you're gonna run out of money and therefore you won't have any money to spend on your essential bills like your water, your gas, your electric, your rent, etc. So keeping your job is very, very important because it will allow you to actually earn income and then use the income to do or to pay for the essential things of life. Again, in the West, if you're living in, you know, North America, Europe, or even Asia, again, it's important to hold on to your job because, you know, income is very, very important, particularly, you know, as we see all around the world, the cost of living crisis has engulfed many countries, the UK, US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, you know, the European Union, you know, the cost of living crisis is gripping, you know, a lot of people, particularly, you know, families who have got children. And so we hear of a lot of stories, particularly in the West, that a lot of, you know, adults are not eating to sacrifice that their children, you know, uh, get fed. Yeah. So it's important that you keep your job in order to get the income that you need in order to feed yourself and your family. Yeah. So tip number two, hold on to your job and income to be able to, you know, get the income that will allow you to actually, you know, uh, pay for the essentials of life. Now, the third uh, tip that I'll give you in surviving this economic crisis is to, again, find alternative sources of income. See, if you're working a nine-to-five job, so say you're in Ghana, you got, you know, you, you're lucky enough and you're working for uh, a telco or you're working for the government or you are working for uh, a bank or whatever, on the side, you could have like a side hustle. So you could you could do delivery driver or you can do uh, Okada, in you know, as we call it in Ghana, Okada, that's a motorbike rider, delivery, or you could, you know, delivery for, for like a career company like UPS or what have you, you know, over, or, or even, you know, particularly if you're good at cooking, you could actually, you know, use your culinary skills as a source of getting extra income. Yeah. So again, in the West, if you've got your nine to five job in the West, again, you know, use your creativity. For example, if you're female and you've got your job nine to five, yeah, but if you've got skills in hairdressing, you could use their skills in hairdressing as an exercise of income by plaiting people's hair, by doing the hair in cane rows, by you know, you know fixing the weave on, whatever. Yeah. Having as alternative sources of income is very, very important in this economic environment that all of us are living in right now. The cost of living crisis, you know, the economic crisis 
has compelled many people to seek or turn to sources of income apart from their main nine to five job. So again, you know, tip three is to find or turn to sources of income. There's lots of ways, you know, uh, to gain, you know, uh, a side hustle. So you could do podcasting, you know, podcasting like what I'm doing. You could earn from being a podcaster. Yeah. You can also do YouTube. YouTube also pays well. Obviously, you may not be in the Wadamaya League having more than one million subscribers, but if you uh, do a YouTube that is quite favorable and it's quite topical, you can easily get a thousand subscribers. And once you've got a thousand subscribers, all you've got to do is get your 40 hours, sorry, 400 hours of time to start earning on YouTube. So that could be a title that you may think of, you know, as an alternative sources of income. Now, the fourth tip is keep saving. So this, particularly to my African brothers and sisters, you know, there's a lack of savings culture in Africa, whether you're in Ghana, the Gambia, Nigeria, Zambia, Zimbabwe, South Africa, there is a culture of not saving, yeah? So we tend to spend our money. So when we get paid, we tend to spend our money on, you know, food, you know, your 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 rent, your light, etc. But we need in this time, this time that we're living in, this uh, cost of living crisis to save. So my tip is like when you get paid, is to save at least bare minimum, yeah, 10% of your salary, yeah? So if you earn, for example, you earn, so say, for example, if you're in the West and you earn $2,000 a month, or you earn £2,000 a month, or you earn €2,000 a month, save at least, bare minimum, 10% of that €2,000, £2,000 sterling, or €2,000, yeah? Now, if you're in Ghana, you know, and you earn something like, I don't know, 3000 Ghana City, 4000 Ghana City, you know, you may be lucky enough to even earn more than 5000 Ghana City, again, I would try and definitely, you know, save up to at least 10, if not 20% of that income that you are getting in Ghana or Gambia or wherever you are on the motherland to put down for a rainy day because you never know what may happen. You know, you, you may get sick, you know, you may have an emergency that you, mean to, that you mean to see to. So it's important that, you know, you save for a rainy day because you never know what could be around the corner. So tip number four, keep saving. Now, the last tip is a very important one, and that's to avoid taking on debt, particularly if you live in the West. So in the West, you know, you know, America, Australia, European Union, UK, etc. We have all these things about credit cards. So what most Africans on the continent don't understand is that in the West, we buy our car, we buy trainers, we buy shoes, we buy clothes, we buy our phone, you know, we buy a lot of things, a lot of things that you see in the bugger. When bugger come from, from the West to come to Ghana, bugger, bugger, land it, right? You see bugger with, you know, a nice mobile phone, maybe iPhone 15. You see bugger with nice clothes, you know, Gucci, Nike. But bugger has bought that on credit. Yeah, because in the West, I don't know about Asia, but definitely in the West, you know, we won on the credit system. So as long as you've got a credit card 
and you then go over your limit, you can buy whatever you want on your credit card. Now, this is where they chop forth because, like I said before, in terms of reducing your expenses, yeah? If you take on a credit card and you start buying X, Y, Z, you know, with your credit card, don't forget that A, you got to pay that credit card back and B, you got to check out the interest rate that you're paying back on because a lot of these car companies, you know, in their, you know, small print that you don't see, yeah, a lot of these companies are charging interest upon compound interest, yeah? So, for example, if you are spending, I don't know, maybe £500 on, you know, you bought some shoes, you bought some clothes, you bought a phone on credit, whatever, yeah? By the time you paid that £500, right, you may have paid about over £1,000, you know, in return. So, check on the interest rate that you're paying when you take your credit card out. But better still, as I said, I will avoid taking on credit card, yeah? Because like I said, in this economic crisis that we're in around the world, globally, the last thing you want to do is put on more debt. And in the UK, yeah, the national debt is more than 4 trillion euros. It's not 2.5, as, as I heard recently. It was 2.5 trillion euros in David Cameron's time. And David Cameron has not been Prime Minister for seven years. Yeah? And don't forget, you've had COVID. This, the UK government borrowed billions, trillions in COVID. How, how do you think they bought all the, PP, the PPE? How do you think they bought the, all the vaccine? How do you think they bought all the face masks? Yeah? And then also, added to that, how do you think they paid for the furlough? Yeah? How do you think they, they you know, this eat out to meet out that they... Now Prime Minister, then Chancellor, Rishi Sunak, you know, came up, come up with. Yeah, they had to borrow money in order to do all the things that I've just mentioned. So in Britain, the national debt is four trillion pounds. Yeah. And to say that every household in Britain owes something quite mad like about, you know, hundred thousand pounds that every household in the UK adds owns. So do you? want to put on more debt by taking on more debt, i.e. credit card, you know, that kind of thing, I'd avoid that. And also, if you're in Ghana as well, where there's no credit card facility, but I never do loans, yeah, there's no point in taking a loan, yeah? You have to, he's saying, there's a saying in tree, cut your cloth to your size, yeah? So you have to, you have to spend your money to how much you earn. You don't spend what you haven't got. That's that's a that's a simple rule of, you know, finance. Simple rule of economics. You don't spend what you haven't got. And in another way, Ghana spend more what it earns. This is why Ghana and other parts of uh, Africa are in the dire economic condition that they find themselves because they have overcut their cloth to their size. All right. So please avoid taking on debt, such as loans, credit cards, etc. Yeah, because that will help you, you know, with them, you know, you know, that will help you to put more money in your pocket and to avoid any, you know, unforeseen circumstances that may happen in the future. All right, so this has been a short take on how 
to survive the current global economic crisis that is facing us worldwide, whether you whether you live in Ghana or in the West. And hope that you found these tips very useful and that you, how you can apply these tips to your daily life. All right, so this has been Ghana in Focus with myself, Kwame. Thank you for listening. Again, if you like what you hear, please share with your family, your friends, your social media networks. Uh, please follow me on Spotify. We're looking to get 500 by the end of the month or by the end of the year. We're nearly on 400, so please follow me on Spotify. And also, if you want to uh, do business in Ghana, look at the opportunities that there are in Ghana, then you can book your consultation session with myself. All right, so until the next episode of Ghana in Focus, thank you very much for listening. And for more of the crew here on Ghana in Focus, we'll see you in the next edition of Ghana in Focus.